Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello and welcome back to Almost Accurate, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. As always, I am your host, Jake Chamberlain, and sitting to my left is the great, the one and only, it's Ryan Sizemore, everybody. What's up, baby girl? How you doing this oh, week? I'm doing pretty good, man. You ready for Thanksgiving? You ready to get your turkey on? I already got my turkey on at least once this week. What? Yeah, we had uh, one set of my family already had Thanksgiving dinner early. Why? Because we love Thanksgiving, man. I love Thanksgiving. We're getting too. in on the ground floor. On the ground we pre-game floor. We ate on the we, floor. We pre-game in Thanksgiving. No, we didn't eat on the floor. We ate it around a table. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. What yeah. did you guys have? Uh, we had we had turkey. Uh, we had some noodles. Uh, some stuffing. Some broccoli casserole. Some orange stuff. Sweet potato pie. Ew. Yeah. You said ooh, the yeah, sweet no, potato I, pie. I, you said orange stuff, and it took me a while to process. No, the no, orange stuff. Gross. The orange stuff was like mandarin, mandarin oranges, and like uh, Cool Whip. Did you just burp in the microphone. <laughs> I tried to blow it to the side, but I'm pretty sure a little, a little bit of it came through. You're not even wearing the headphones, man. You don't know. I do know. I turned the volume way down. So uh, do <laughs> I need to yell? Do I need no, to yell? No, I think actually for once, um, for once we may be on equal sound uh sound my quality god. levels my god ryan we've got a little bit of a different uh recording setup this week we do we're in your living room we are we've well, moved dicks flopping i mean sorry i'm gonna refine and be exquisite this week and be a good boy with our phalluses penises hanging up. out of their penises appointing <laughs> <laughs> Phalli. Is it phalluses or phalli? I don't know. Geese or goose, you know. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, dude. Yeah. Well, we're, we've we really hanging. refined and, I mean, we've aged like a fine wine on this podcast, nine episodes in, and we're not doing any of this childish, immature uh, dick jokes bullshit anymore. Yeah. And by the way. Only... Um, for now on, it's only the classiest uh, penis puns that we'll be delivering. Yes, nothing but the smoothest. Nothing but the smoothest. <laughs> Shaven. <laughs> happiest. <laughs> penis puns. Yes. Keep it real, dog. For sure. BT Dubs, man. BT Dubs. How was your birthday, man? It was terrible. It was terrible because yeah. you turned another, another year, year older. older. Yeah. <laughs> another year older. It's my second anniversary of being 29. Love that. <laughs> for those, for the listeners who aren't aware, Ryan is legitimately upset about getting older. I am. He, I'm still it's, beautiful. I look like I'm 17 years old. Not quite. I mean, maybe a 17 year old that's had a really rough childhood. I could have been a druggie as a child. <laughs> You're could have been like doing Will drugs, Ferrell's character people from um, the ice skating movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, Will Ferrell, Blades of Glory. <laughs> Blades of Glory. Troubled childhood. You call being a nine-year-old kid with a thirty-five-year-old girlfriend troubled. 
You know, I I kind of am your, that. Was that your childhood growing up on the streets of Detroit running uh, fireworks? Was it fireworks and cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like my life now. Me and why my was, wife. Why did he have to smuggle fireworks and cigarettes? Because it's, it was illegal. But, you know, weed is legal in Michigan now. Is it? Yes. So that's one less thing he wouldn't have had to grow up doing. One less thing to keister. <laughs> See, you know, the poop pancakes. I think... I think that's our second uh, reference to that on Pooping the podcast. Keistering. Keistering. Yeah. You know, Will Ferrell does a lot of things where he talks about keistering. Like Get Hard. Oh, yeah. No. They Did you like Get Hard? Do I like to get hard? It depends mm. on what kind of situation I'm in. I feel like for you, that's a lot of situations. <laughs> Could well be. We'll but, speak, but, but the movie, though with uh, Kevin Hart. When did that come out? Like four like years ago? three or four years ago. We tried to get my mom to see the penis part wherever he's like in the bathroom trying to suck that dude's dick and there's like a penis shot. Me and my the sister country, always get my mom club. to try to watch it and she's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to see it. She can't do it. She can't do it. He sneezes on the penis and his face comes right into it. <laughs> and I just want my mom to see that. Why? Yeah, there's some good parts to that. That was a great part. Yeah, there's there's some good parts to that it's movie. Probably but how overall, my mom perceived us getting conceived. That's how it probably started out. I'm pretty in sure the bathroom. Your mom's done it, man. Twice. At she least has two twice. To show yeah. for it. Me and She's my like sister. Neil Armstrong. Well, uh, two thirds of the way to being Neil Armstrong. How's your Neil Armstrong. Oh, because we talked about how Neil doesn't fuck, but oh, Neil don't he, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I thought you meant like she was the first person to like land on the moon. I was well, like, that maybe that too. No, no, dude. You don't know. You don't know what your mom's been up to. My pops got around. He's already got a baby. Ooh, got a half some, brother. Yo, some scan, some scandalous family deets dropped in here, dude. Some scandalous family Should details. Should be gray out there. You Should only. Be gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, other than uh, other than turning another year older, uh, what would you do? What would you do to celebrate? Absolutely man? nothing. Why? Because I've been grinding, so it's time to start unwinding. That's what I did. I did nothing the whole week. I watched laundry pile up. I smelled like ass for maybe a day or two. Then I took a shower. Then I shaved. You know everything because i had time to do it get my butthole, yeah dude get my butthole real nice and smooth like like that like an egg you know real nice and smooth like an egg you, <laughs> just just to recap here you mics up like mr clean's head for your birthday you didn't shower for two days and then you shaved everything. until your butt cheeks look like hard-boiled eggs yeah dude all right looking like a baby's bottom i think that well just from, just from, I can speak from the experience of the one time of seeing your butt slightly you on accident. You want to see it? It looks like an elf's butt. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Once was enough. <laughs> if I'm being Christmas honest. jingle to it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got two bells. <laughs> call me old, stop. call me old stop. Chris Kringle. You about to see <laughs> this Christmas stop. jingle. <laughs> this is well Santa Claus well, we goes said down we might, the We're thinking about doing the Grinch for next <laughs> We're thinking about doing the Grinch next weekend, so yeah, maybe we're getting we're getting in the spirit early. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, I'm just being downright gross right now. I don't know. You you get me started, I just can't stop. Well, like like I said, different recording situation. There's a different energy going on. For the first time, probably since we started this podcast, we are are, uh, making eye contact. 
Well, we, we, we speak to each other. Usually I make people pay more for this. <laughs> I know. I feel I, I feel very privileged to have this opportunity at the moment. I know. I feel like I'm getting shortchanged, you know. I've been making like 20 bucks extra on this little gig right here. I, got, I bought you beer tonight. You did, but not it was $20. On, it $20 was on $20 sale. Was yeah, yeah. $6.99. <laughs> I went all out, man. Nothing but the finest Irish, Irish red for my... Yeah, well, let's hard-boiled egg in. having let's, ass friend. <laughs> let's make this a thing. What are we drinking tonight? Because usually we're drinking. What are we drinking tonight? That's not true. No, we've never. We have, have we, we done this sober before? I don't. Surely think we not. Have. Get out of town. No matter what. No, I think you may be right. Yeah, we've been. There's been. We've there's, been drinking a little bit. We may have not been drunk, but we've been a little tipsy. <laughs> We've been a little tipsy. Some more than others. Yeah. Go back and check. I've only had one. I'm feeling blitzed out of my mind. <laughs> you make the same joke every week about, oh, I remember my first beer or uh, two beers deep and you lightweight what having can I ass say? over here. Daddy's a baby bitch, but he don't care. He's a cheap drunk. <laughs> I wish that was the best. I wish you, you could go back to the days when two two drinks could get you buzzed, but... Those, let me just tell you, Mr. Ryan, I think those, I think that ship has sailed a long time ago. <laughs> That's because you're an alcoholic, Jake. That's not true. I, it as, takes you I like say, a case to get drunk. I seen your trash can. Because like I a, seen it. Because like a real professional to defend myself while he, from that scurrilous and untrue accusation, I was taking a, a sip of beer while yeah. you were doing that. You're a piece of work. And your eyes just got super, super big. Like, yeah. oh, no, no. I got to feel, I gotta feel, I gotta feel this time. How am I going to do it? Seconds. How am I going to be funny for this long? <laughs> well, it is It is a bit of a challenge, but I don't know. I think there's a bit of a bit of a different... Uh, Bit of a d- different energy in the room tonight. We've di- we've we got a fire going. It smells of rich mahogany in here. It does. Mer- Merlin Olson stops by every night from time to time. Yeah, we got a nice uh, a nice fire going. We've really set the mood for uh, podcasting podcasting after dark. But it's since like we're taxi cab confessions, what are you but about? To since tell we're me, both bro? getting really, <laughs> we're both really old. So it is. We're not old. Fuck you, man. Well, I'm at least young one, at heart. At least one of us is. Well, you're old, and I'm older than you, so... All right. I can't, I'm young. Well, we're both, like, mentally pretty young. Well, I mean, if we're making pee-pee and poopy jokes, yeah. We moved past that, man. There's That only happened, like, once. Only I, once so far in the first ten minutes, and I think that's a new record for us. I got a story for us. All right. Doesn't have to be tonight, but I can share it later. What? You want to hear the story? Should I yes, share it? Of course, I want to hear it. Why are you going to bring that up and then be so suddenly because so cryptic I'm just about trying it? Trying to be uh, like a cliffhanger right now, like you know, keep people on the edge of their seat. No, what is going to happen is we are immediately going to forget about it. <laughs> I <laughs> can't then, forget about and this. And someone is going to listen. Life. Someone like a year from now is going to listen to this and be like, "What the fuck were they talking about? They never brought up the st- Why would yeah, you? But then you why would you bring to that the up? next episode? So. You know, whatever. I'm making us so much money right now. You think that one person is going to be, be like, what is Ryan's story? What is his, what Um, is this? To all the people out there who listen, please comment and let us know that you always hang on the edge of every word I say on the show, or at least like 15% of the words. I certainly am because sometimes we get some real rippers of a sentence that you just not sure where this is going to go. Where just talk out of my asshole. I just do it. Yes. And I've seen it. Yeah. And I've. Every time you leave, I have to Febreze all of my all of my microphones. Mm. 
we're fresh. What is it? The Febreze brothers. Febreze brothers. Cause we're so fresh. fresh yeah. Start. <laughs> I just want to punch you in the face right now. So we're going to do the <laughs> French fresh start. again. Okay. So we'll call the story the soul patch. Oh, it's got a title. Oh, it's got a title. Is there a table of contents as well? No, (laughs) no, there's not because I haven't wrote it into a book, but I might. So if you try to copy this story, I'm going to fucking find you, murk you. Well, maybe take your book. Maybe JK Rowling will turn it into a five, an unnecessary five part series. Oh, I feel like we're jumping ahead, but yeah, it's all doo doo sauce. It's going to be, it's going to be in the episode title. So, oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, (laughs) people, people know what we're going to talk about, (laughs) but the soul patch trilogy. Yep. The soul patch trilogy, which is four parts. Yeah, obviously (laughs) we got to break up the last one in two parts. No, I went to the mall one time with my family, my mom, my sister, and her uh, fiance at the time, who's now her husband, so my brother-in-law. Well, I really had to go to the bathroom. So, you know, I had to... So I walked into the bathroom of this busy, busy bathroom, and I had to make number two. It probably could have been a number three by the time I was finished. I mean, that thing was wild. It's a real brown fudgy Um, you had to get rid of. I thought, you know, if it was brown, I think it might have been green a little bit. But anyway, that's beyond the point. You should go to a doctor. I probably should. I think there may have been some blood in there, too. But, uh, yeah, so the handicap stall opened up because that's the only one I'm waiting for. It isn't like I'm going to be shitting in a urinal. And, you know, whenever I go to the bathroom, I like to have leg room, you know? Yeah. The handicap stall is the best place because you stretch out, be yourself in there. Just be yourself. And I enjoy that. So... I did you my really, business. You need this palatial amount of space in order really to do. take a comfort room break. I need flap my wings. <laughs> Kiss the bird, bitch. Need to fly. Need to fly. So. So it finally, so this stall opens up. Yep. I get right on in there. I'm stiffed arm, a guy in a wheelchair and some you, guy on crutches. I pushed that guy down. I said, no. You I closed was lined line. him. <laughs> I did. He had nowhere to go. He flopped on the floor for a little bit. He got up. It's okay. It was distracting. Really yeah. kind of bothered me a bit. I locked the door. Nobody could get in on me. He tried to crawl under there. I kicked him out. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing but fire content now. So, okay. So we'll get to the real part of the story. So, oh, so this was this was just like the prequel to the, oh, yeah. the soul patch. This is the prequel because that's how all these movies work out. So I get in there where you're played by like an annoying eight year old, but you turn out to be Darth Vader in the very end. You know, I think that if I can imagine somebody playing me in this, I imagine it'd be Ryan Phillippe, you know, or maybe like uh, what's that Adam guy from Workaholics? Adam Devine or whatever. Yeah, Adam Devine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see the resemblance yeah, a little I bit. I could see that too, and people love that guy. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay. We both have beautiful singing voices. Yeah, and we say. have just beautiful personalities. Yeah. Or so I've been told. Okay. But okay, so I, I dropped it. I dropped it. After like, like it's hot. Yeah. I looked at my phone. You know when you're in the bathroom, you spend a little extra time. Look at your phone. My legs may have went a little numb. I got family waiting out there, but it isn't like I'm going to change my routine for them. I am who I am, and I won't change for nobody. All right. So then I proceeded. So 45 minutes later. Yep. So then I proceeded to wipe. All good in the neighborhood. You know, flush it down. All right, Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Wash my hands. And then I'm a little vain, so I just stare at myself in the mirror for a little bit just to make sure I'm looking good. Do you give yourself the finger guns? 
No, but I gave myself no like a guns. wink. All you right. know, like, hey, you're looking hey, good. Hey, what up, you sexy mofo? And I proceed to walk away. Okay. But before I leave the stall, I turn around and look at myself just to verify that my ass is looking good, too. Well, what I noticed was a doo-doo was on the back of my pants. Like a, like a smudge of doo-doo, like a dollop of doo-doo. Nothing? You got nothing? So I proceed to panic, and I'm like, oh my god, is that what I think it is? So I grab the ass end of my pants, and I try to twist them around to see what's going on there. I can't do it because I'm so voluptuous back there that I, there's no room for these pants to go. Why didn't you undo them? Wouldn't, I was would in panic it not mode have, at first, Would man. it not have been easier to undo them when they're not still attached to you? I was in panic mode. Okay. And so all rational thought has been it's been thrown out the window. I have poo poo on my butt, and it's it's. I'm wondering where it came from. So I get like a paper towel. Well, judging from the present situation, I have a few theories I could <laughs> I could suggest. Save your hypotheses for the end, sir, because we may find a culprit later. All right. So I proceed to start wiping that off with a paper towel, and you know I get it there, and it's just like a mustard stain at that point. So I'm texting my people. I'm like, hey, I, I got an issue here. I'll be out. 20 minutes later. Could somebody run to American Eagle and there. please grab me another pair of pants? <laughs> if only that would be so simple. So then. It could have been that simple. I think if you had described the situation to them in detail. No, no. They said, we've already been in a holding pattern for 45 minutes. We'll gladly. Try, know, we'll I gladly exaggerate on that. Get, you, to, get you some new Jinko jeans so you, with this situation, can finally be over. Yep. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll dial it back. It was probably like 15 minutes I was in there. Okay. You, know? you downgraded overall, from 20 in, to 15. Yeah. You know, I was in there for 15. Just okay. give it some realism. So people are out there waiting. And they're like, what's going on with this guy? And I'm like, I your, call, posse, your posse's getting pissed. They, well, they're getting restless. They're getting restless. They want to shake a leg and move on into the mall. So then I call my brother-in-law. I'm like, hey, man. Or maybe I text him. I can't even remember. I was like, hey, got a situation here. Got some poo on me. No, I called him because I remember he was like, what? And then he kind of chuckled and he thought I was just fucking with him. I wasn't fucking with him, man. I had a I mustard fu- stain. I fuck you not, sir. I fuck you not. <laughs> I had a mustard stain on the back of there, so... I proceeded to try to clean that fucker up, and all it was yellow stain. So I was like, this is the best it's going to be. This is the best it's going to ever be. So I'm going to have to get out here and buy some new pants. So I proceed out. The bathroom's still humming. People were in there dropping deuces and taking pisses like nobody's business in there. It's like in and out service. So I proceed, like a cat burglar, to walk the wall with just my ass. You, you know, my so arms you, spread out. You were you were like a wallflower. Like you were just shimmying, shimmying your way oh, out. Oh, I was shimmying with the best of okay. them. Okay. I proceeded to my family and news had traveled to them news, from my brother-in-law. News had come through the, from the wire. He Hot off the shared. presses, they knew Yeah, he had shared. why you had been in there for so long. So they took a look and my mother started busting out laughing. So much so that she probably created way more attention than anybody would ever want. So I tried to get her to stand behind me to cover up the back so no one could see that. And then my sister and her husband would walk in front of me and one to the side. You know, I need an escort and escort me to go get some jeans from the JC Pinties. The JC Pinties. The JC Pinties. Well, mom's just laughing. <laughs> 
So you've got some, you've got some terrible wingmen in this situation. Really They're being do. really conspicuous. Yep. So I got in there. Everybody at this point probably knows what's going on. Yeah. There's shit on my pants. I'm sure somebody else has been there. By the way, I call it Soul Patch because on the toilet before I left, oh, I noticed there was a smear of shit right there on the toilet where somebody had like wiped the bottom lip of the toilet, like a Soul Patch would be on somebody's, you know, on their face. So it was a doo-doo soul, fat, soul patch on the toilet. So that's where the doo-doo came from. FYI. Anyway. So if you... <laughs> fast forwarding, I got been, new pants. you've been hanging on the edge of your seat, wondering why this story was called the soul patch. Now you know. Now you know. Well, we gotta we gotta hear how this ends. So this was the so the discovery of the source of source of your malady is the Empire Strikes Back in this trilogy. Yeah, Ryan, we gotta know. We gotta bring that, it back. We, we gotta, gotta know how that Jedi returns from J.C. Uh, Penties. He, he goes to J.C. Penties, big boy style. I go into the big boy area and I'm like trying on grabbing a bunch of pants and just trying them on and having people go get me pants so I don't have to take my pants out there because they got a turn on them. So This then, Ewok needs a new vest. Amen to that, bro. So anyway, I swap pants. I find the perfect fit and I put my jeans. I, I take them to the front. The ones that got doo-doo. I'm wearing the new right. ones. And I'm like, Why didn't you just drop them in a trash can? We'll get there. <laughs> so <laughs> then... <laughs> the lady, I hand her what what the amount is for or, you know, the little scan bar. And I'm like, hey, here's this for these pants I'm wearing. And here's the other pants. And she's like, well, let me see. Is there anything wrong with the other pants? And I was like, no. There's, there's something rip in them. very Don't wrong with these them. other pants. Don't look at them. So she I didn't a, look at them. <laughs> good, I had a chocolate bar that melted in my back yeah. pocket. <laughs> I feel like if you yell at somebody to do not do something, they're not going to do it. I feel like that was the first thing I would do is look at it. No, I would be like, don't look, don't look at this. Like, no, no, I'm going to look at it. That's what I'm, that's what's going to happen in this situation here. So we took the jeans back to the car in a plastic bag and I took them home and washed them. You didn't even throw throw them away. I probably wore them again. Oh, yep. So. (laughs) Hey, recycle, reduce, reuse. Just throw it and it'll be clean. So in the washroom to recap here. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've, everything that we've just heard, yes, this entire story could have been distilled down to, uh, don't ever, don't ever shit in the mall because Look things could go horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Look before you sit, man. So I think the most terrifying part of this story was not the fact that this happened to you, but the fact that it was somebody else's turn. Yes. I never found out who somebody it was. else was the perpetrator. There was and no evidence never, and I have no idea if they did caught. it on purpose. I imagine it was probably some homeless man. Why would, why do you have to be homeless? You could just be like a shit person. I don't know because he might have been crazy. He was just painting up the place. Like I think we painting. both, I think we both know from our time working in grocery stores and working with the public that people are just suck. They do suck. They and just, they're, they're mean they're inconsiderate and they, they sh- poop everywhere. Yeah, they shit places that they shouldn't, that they shouldn't be. But so the Karma's moral, bitch, the moral of the around. story is don't trust anybody. The world is a, is a cruel place. Um, and S- don't, don't, don't uh, stop before or stop before you drop. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Because it's the truth. Well, Ryan, not that I, 
don't want to hear more stories uh, that are the same I'm caliber. I'm full of them, man. I'm full of them. That are the same caliber and quality that uh, what we've all just listened to. But fire. we do have a it's bit. Fire. It was something all right. It. <laughs> we do have a bit of news we need to get to. Um, so. In, <laughs> That's thrilling. We have really, a, yeah, a bit of news we have to get to. A man that looked at his phone and just immediately forgot how to read or make words come out of his mouth in the moment. I'm glad I'm that captivating. That story clearly, took you for a loop. clearly, it's just I've lost control of most of my mental faculties at this point. Just don't lose so, control of your bowels. This last this last week, uh, Nintendo had a, a big release. There is a a new Pokemon game out really? on the Nintendo Switch. Big. Big news. Well, didn't they just kind of revamp the old Pokemon game and then they well, just repackaged it? Well, a little it? bit. Like, so hey, it's po- it Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and both of them are a Why sort of... Why Eevee? That's a good question. Do you Was Eevee ever a big thing before Pokemon Go? I don't know. Like, I know I Eevee, like I know was, Eevee like was around and everybody loves Pikachu, but I feel like they're really trying to make Eevee like a thing now. Maybe. Maybe they know something we don't. Maybe I think it. Do you think it's just marketability that it's Could just? Be. I mean, that's probably Evie's a cute little cute. thing. Evie cute AF. Yeah, cute as fuck. Well, anyways, so it's a remake of. Uh, it's a well, it's a, it's a soft reboot of uh, Pokemon Yellow, uh, which I haven't played. <laughs> did you Did you ever have it on the the original game on the Game Boy or play any of the different iterations of it? I played one. It might have been yellow. I don't know. I think it was. I stole it from somebody. Oh, you stole it? Yeah, I stole it in a Game Boy color. It was under a pillow. And I was just like, boom. You're poaching from your old friend's house. No, no, it wasn't my friend's house. My mom does dead people's hair. So she was doing dead people's hair while a funeral was going on. I think some kid put it under a pillow, and I just took that shit. Jesus Christ. I'm ruthless. Don't fuck with me. That story did not turn out the way I thought it was going to. That's right. Of course, to be fair. And I played it. It was fun. Most of the ones you tell rarely do turn it. <laughs> I've lived a wild life. They start in one place and they go in a totally different direction. Okay. So you didn't steal it from a dead person. No, no, no. Because why would a dead person already have that at a funeral home that people were coming to yeah. see them at? That would imply to me that they died without finishing the game, which I think is the real tragedy in that situation. Maybe they're going to bear it with that they guy. They did not they catch them all. They didn't, and I didn't either. Or they died of, They died from the stress of it. But I definitely took that shit. Five-finger discount. What's up, player? I think I may have to go in on this, because I know there's there's these, so there's these game, different variations of this game that's coming out this year, uh, which is definitely supposed to... I think they're piggybacking off the success of Pokemon Go, which that was... That was something else, all right. Yeah. You never played, did you? I've seen people play. I get it. It's fun. It's like, oh, where can you go to get these kind of things? And it's interactive. It's fun. It's different. I just wish we could return to a time that was as enjoyable as the first month that Pokemon Go came out. Because it was just... It's like natural selection on the loose, man. People are dying out there. Well, yeah, that is too. Uh, Something un- hit by a car, didn't he? Or fell off a cliff? Yeah, people are... They're just not looking where they're going and they're getting hit by trucks and fallen in sinkhole well maybe that, okay all this was in florida but yeah, some of the classic. other some yeah classic florida am i right but yeah people were uh people were just kind of dumb but i was i'm speaking more towards this just a sense of there's just something cool about seeing people walking around uh and there was a community for yeah it. there was a sense of community like in in places that were pokey stops were it was really good for small businesses and stuff businesses 
Biznai. It was really good for smaller what? businesses and stuff that were down. I don't know what I'm doing. Smaller businesses downtown that were pokey stops and stuff and people meeting and congregating. And that was a pretty cool thing. Although there were some pretty questionable uh, locations that wound up as pokey stops, <laughs> like the Holocaust Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a- well, didn't they want to kind of <laughs> encourage people to go into those buildings and see things? Right? Was that the thought process behind it? Like, hey, we'll maybe that was the thought process behind it, but it wasn't like that. Like, just a the fact Pokemon, like they're like, hey, they're all no. There was no, well, there. Oh my god! Or the kid. ghost Pokemon? What was the gas one? A wheezing or a coughing? Did they have ghost Pokemon over there? Uh, what was the? That's kind of fucked up. You remember the gas one though that like Gasly. released poisonous gas? Ghastly. Yeah, Ghastly was like a ghost, but I'm talking. I think it was wheezing or coughing. But yeah, he was like a big smoker. He looked like a big purple testicle and he had bumps on him, but he also had like a skull and crossbones. Ribbed for your That's pleasure. really, that's not a good thing to be. Were those the ones you could catch over there? Oh, I hope not. Oh, well, they were very, they were tied to like, like you catch lots of water Pokemon at the beach and stuff well, and what, other like ones and rock type ones in the mountains. Ghosts were at the cemetery, right? I think maybe, man, that would be in really poor taste if there was gas type Pokemon at it. The Holocaust Museum, man, this man, whoever, gotten crazy, whoever came up with that, it, it where's it, your news gone? They, your news has just gone downhill. Just purely speculative yeah, at this point. No, God, the Holocaust, the, the Holocaust, no, the Holocaust Museum was was one that was on there, but just want to let people know we love the Jews, we love the Jews, we love everybody, we love, every, we don't love the Nazis, we love the Jews. Well, yeah, good clarification there. Nice save, Ryan. Yeah, Nazi punks, fuck off. In case, in case you had to Dead clarify Kennedy's. it, Nazis equals bad. Yes. So at least that we can say that. Uh, the president can't say that, but we can say <laughs> he could come out and say that Nazis are bad people. Yep, we don't like them. <laughs> so this game, <laughs> on we go in classic news fashion. <laughs> we're just we've spurred all kinds of conversation. What has happened to us? We, I don't know. We've we've gone all over the world. We're a tangent city, dude. They just buckle up and enjoy the ride, man. Now it's going to be bumpy bitches. Bumpy bitches, <laughs> man. Bumpy bitches. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's a Toy four, Toy Story 4. Toy 4. Yep. Toy Story 4. Toy, toy Story 4. Pill were in like a trailer for it. Yeah, they dropped a new teaser trailer for this this week. Gets me hard. Gets me excited. You didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't it, watch no. it either. Well, <laughs> I was hoping story. one of us saw that and was like, that'd be a good thing to watch and maybe talk about, but I forgot about it. I wrote it down, forgot to watch it. But Toy Story gets me excited, but I think maybe, maybe here's what I think. Do you think this is the last one? No, hell no, because they'll be making money off of it. I think in the very end that maybe they send the dolls, Buzz Lightyear and Woody to like a museum a and farm they can upstate. always be seen by kids, but never played with. That sounds depressing. Well, the last one's That's kind of like depressing. Being they were trying to incinerate them. All of them are a bit sad. Well, Pixar bit. movies in general, they're about loners, kind of, or yeah. something happening where someone's lost. <sighs> that was something I didn't, I guess I didn't really consider as a kid, but a lot of like Pixar stuff and old, old school Disney stuff, especially, it's just dead mothers and orphans and Bambi. Bambi, Bambi's. Well, he's an orphan. Yeah, he's, another he's dead an mother and an orphan. Man, right there. That's hard, a, dude. A tale as old as Fox time. Fox and the Hound. What did they have against? That shit's hard, man. It's hard on me as a tiny baby. I was, you know, I was traumatized, as a kid. man. You know, old Yeller, man, this shit fuck you up. Think about like the first five minutes of Up. 
Or the first five to ten minutes of Up. I nearly. Were you just watching a, a man's life wet. spiral out of control? Well, no, you get to see like the happiness as he's a kid and he meets somebody and then his wife dies. Spoiler uh, alert. No, that... <laughs> spoiler alerts for Up. It's the story of a man who finds happiness and then it gradually and suddenly, tragically slips away from him until he's just a hollowed out old man living in a shell of a house that he, that he where he once found happiness but now it's turned into his own his own prison of self doubt and and other stuff and there's a talking dog in it yeah he's there's fun. a talking dog and a and a chubby little boy scout god the kid's annoying i'd kick that little motherfucker yeah. in his face i wow sometimes I, you ever seen the subway you've been that desensitized by the first god. 10 minutes yeah i yeah, i have subway commercials with a boy scout in it no 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 there's this kid that flips the bottle I think the first kid's, you know, the same kid in the second clip. But when he flips the bottle, I don't know, whenever he goes, oh, I just really want to deck that kid. You don't like people showboating. I think that's some, I think that's something I've noticed is you don't like when people showboat. You're just ready Maybe for I'm, someone to. But I showboat a little bit. So I don't oh, know. I did. I don't, I you don't, don't know. You don't true. know. <laughs> it might be slightly true. I really want to deck that. You kid just want to see people get their comeuppance, I think. Yeah, I want to make him earn it. I want to punch the kid in the face and be like, see you do it now, little bitch. Huh? Get hard. Welcome to my neighborhood. <laughs> Welcome to my house. Well, so you, you hate people showboating. You hate people that drink coffee too loud. Is there anything else you need to get off your chest at the moment about just annoyances and... Oh, boy. He's we don't have enough time. Let's go to the next thing. All right, fair enough. Ryan, should we get on to our Did topic you not have any week? more news? Doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? <laughs> you know what the highest grossing movie for this week was? Well, it ties it, that ties directly into our, our our main topic of the week. Perfect. Maybe How did I, I do that. Maybe I'll have to timestamp this in case people don't want to listen to your uh your trilogy of of stories of mishaps and mischief at you the mall. You make sure you time stamp it so they have to listen. I'll to just it. cut out everything that's not that. Honestly, why would you do that? Because that story came from the heart. No, I'm saying I'll cut out everything that's not related to that story. Oh, so it's just feelings. So, for a second. Yeah, so this episode is just your story. You redeemed yourself. Good yes. job. Through the magic, through the magic of editing, everyone will be able to. You're not going to edit this. That. Yeah, you know that's no, bullshit. you know, you know at this point. Only if I say something crazy about some girl, and you're like, "Nope, can't say that." Correct. <laughs> but that's all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> A real man of mystery here, Ryan. Yes, Fantastic Jake. Beasts. <clears throat> Where are the beasts at? Well, you know. You know what I did like? I like that. Who, what was your favorite beast? I like the little picket. I like he's the little tree man who like hangs out. He was my favorite in the first. For movie. a movie that was called Fantastic Beasts, there were very few beasts in this. You got to see a cat. You got to see some dogs. I like the big kelp monster that almost ate those people. Yeah, the cat monster. Kelpie. Oh, Kelpie. Yeah. He, didn't, he bit that girl's finger. That's all he did. I. F- how. He was in that water. And no, but he was so big. How I thought he like bit her on the leg or something. It doesn't make sense, man. It never makes sense. Like he has True. a suitcase full of animals in there. Ryan, you've seen just a little bit of a backstory here. I have read every Harry Potter book ever. Not true. Perfect. I think I stopped at Azkaban and uh, that's about where I stopped with the movies and Azkaban stuff. Azkaban was the best one. 
Yeah. Maybe I no, I think I read Goblet of Fire as well. I didn't see the I didn't see the film. But so this was my first time stepping back into the wizarding world as it is apparently known. And if it's not, I'm sure somebody that is a avid Harry Potter fan will aggressively correct me. But I uh, dare them to. You, I dare them to. You bunch, you bunch of Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Oh God. Come at me. Oh, you're gonna get the slithering on you. So you said you were gonna rewatch uh, the first of the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I did. Tell me about that before we get into this this newest one because we've talked off mic about this, but we have some opinions about this film. <laughs> well, basically, there's this guy named Newt. He is coming to America. Newt Scamander. Yeah. And he's a sideways guy. You notice that? He looks like he's had a stroke and he kind of walks sideways. Everything about him is kind of sideways. He mumbles a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's you can't got, understand him. He's got some very interesting uh, ticks and stuff. You know You know what I'm saying? Like he's got some weird He won't make posture. eye contact. He ne- right. He hardly ever makes eye contact. He speaks in a very fast but difficult to understand way. He mumbles a lot, basically. Yep. yep. Um. I like Eddie Redmayne, but I'm not sure what his character is supposed to be. But so, so it's good to know he was the same character in the first the first film, which again did not see. But oh, uh, Jake, bad form. Tell me more. Tell me more about the first one, just so, so I understand. Get more of a firm footing. Newt is trying to bring this like flying bird creature. I want to say his name's Fred. I could be wrong, but I think the name of the creature is Fred. And he's trying to bring him back to Arizona. So he's come to America. Arizona. Yeah. Is he a Thunderbird? A native, like a Native American creature? No, no. It, these are all mystical creatures, man. What are you talking about? They're Native American. Well, They're they, they have, they have, they had myths and myths and legends about Thunderbirds and other sorts of creatures. So yeah, I, maybe it was a Thunderbird. He did enjoy the thunder, and he could make it rain. And he could ride the lightning. Bitches. Yeah. All right. He's like the richest guy in the strip club. All right. Make it rain. All right, so he comes to America to capture a Thunderbird. Right. Well, no, he's no, he's bringing back one. Okay. He found in Africa while he was doing a tour over there. Keep up, Jake. What was Keep he doing up. in Africa? Okay. He was capturing. So animals. we've already hopped three continents already. <laughs> follow man you gotta keep up all right and then he runs into this american guy who is the funniest part of the movie this guy i forget his name i'll be honest i just didn't jacob jacob yeah yeah yeah. my name (laughs) forgettable isn't it (laughs) forgettable the person i've been staring at for the last 40 minutes (laughs) yeah and uh so he befriends him because they end up at the same bank and some shit goes down no need to really dive into that. Um, and then he also is noted by a lady who works for like the police of the magic world. And she tries to take Newt in, but realizes that um, he never obliviated this guy's memory who knew too much about magic because in their meeting, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Anyway, they switch suitcases, him and Jacob, um, Newt and Jacob. A classic, and- classic mix up. Things come out of the uh, suitcase and hilarity ensues. Is it? Are there some beasts? I'm assuming there are some beasts. There's are like they a fantastic? Looking creature. Or are they just real dicks? Man, I really love that little tree guy. I really love him. So anyway, that's kind of how the story goes. And then Jacob falls in love with uh, Queenie, who is the sister of the uh, lady who works for the magic 
Ministry kingdom. of Magic. Kingdom. Yeah, the Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom. <laughs> and uh, This was in New York, not in Disneyland, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, 1927 or 37, something like that. And um, <laughs> 27, yeah. 37, gray. It's a gray, gray time. What it, whatever yeah, time it's terrible. It's right it before is. the Great Depression. And uh, big sad. while all this is going on, there's a lady who is opposing witches and she's kind of a small character. But one of the kids who lives with her is named Credence and he is a very shy kid and she beats on him or anybody enjoys witchcraft or shows any signs of loving witchcraft. And they just denounce witchcraft the whole movie. Well, come to find out that he is this great, powerful um, thing who can like go in and fuck shit up. And he's just wild. And he is the oldest living Obscurus. And he's the oldest living Obscurus that could have been. The oldest they knew was like 10 years old. And this guy's like 20 or something like that. So he ends up knocking that bitch off because she ain't nothing but a mean ass woman. And um, (laughs) you like that? And uh, so Colin Farrell is chasing after him because Colin Farrell is a detective who also works for the same Ministry of Magic. And it all comes down to the wire and they're trying to save Credence from, you know, the Ministry of Magic and try to get him together. Well, meanwhile, you find out that Colin Farrell's character is actually Johnny Depp, who is the antagonist in the second movie. And, you know, basically, that's how that ties in. They finally obliviate Jacob and, you know, he's he can't remember. Or at least you think he can't remember. But... Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, he does. Because I said oh, that in the second does. movie. Okay. So. A lot of stuff going on. It's yes. Exciting. How how much do you think the first movie relate? Where would you place that in the sense of, well, you have to compare it to the, the Harry Potter films and, and books, I guess. Because it's, it's J.K. Rowling that she, was, screen, she screen, was doing the screenwriting for both of these as well. But in what ways do they connect to like the lore and the world that came before that? Well, Dumbledore which really becomes, it's coming after, uh, but come Dumbledore comes about Dumbledore. And I think they're really trying to tie it in in the second one. Um, there's some stuff in there that maybe I'm just not familiar with Harry Potter. Like other people are obviously because, you know, I don't Please. sit around and watch it every Again. weekend like my kid's sister. Aggress- uh, don't uh, if we it, we're probably going to get a lot of this wrong. Uh, That's why we call it almost accurate. Yeah, let us uh, let, let us be almost right. Let us know uh, if we are. But again, be we're nice. We're <laughs> we're too. Gr- don't be nice. Fuck you. Fuck us. Come on. <laughs> Show some teeth. Let us know you're out there. <laughs> um, but I would say when I'm talking to my sister. Um, she said that most people who like Harry Potter don't like Fantastic Beasts and kind of vice versa in her experience. Um, I liked Harry Potter and I liked the first Fantastic Beast. Spoiler alert, the second one's kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> what is the sense of scale in terms of how big do you think that the world is in the first one? Because I know it's it, kind of just New York. You just kind of in there. It's yeah. kind of like a random does, mishap. Does and it, it feel works its way bigger than the films that are set at Hogwarts, though? Because I feel like that well, was these a movies more start out small and there's sunny in tone. Like it's like fun and playful. And then you start yeah. digging in and then like stakes raise. And it's like, oh, everything's depressing. I mean, there's mystery to it. So that's what kind of engulfs you. Um, 
in golf shoe, maybe not in gulps. Um, it big gulp shoe. It big gulp shoe. Seven. It takes you down style. to Seattle. <laughs> and uh, no, I think sometimes for me, I like things to be sunny and fun, and I understand that that won't sell every movie, especially if you're trying to stretch it out. So um, I like the first one better, best because it was just a funner time. And there wasn't in the second movie, I feel like there's more on the plate and they're trying to explain too much. And it's kind of like Thanksgiving. We'll tie it into Thanksgiving. It's like getting a huge plate of food with all the good stuff on it. And then it just kind of all mixed mixes together and you eat it. It's all coagulated. You can't tell what you ate. It was kind of good. But, you know, and then you feel miserable because you ate so much where the first movie there was like different parts and like you could see more of your plate. There was more of a it, it had room to breathe where this new one. I don't feel like it was just like they're trying to cram stuff into you. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that you did have a little bit of a firmer foot in that world. And as as coming coming from someone that that has been out of the Harry Potter reverse. What the fuck? For, dude? quite a long time and jumping back in on this it seemed like there was a very steep learning curve um as far as like the rules and and what magic can do in this world and what it can't do and what you can do in certain situations but can't do in others it, it seemed like it, it seemed like there were a lot of rules in in the original potter films and this is just kind of it just kind of takes and throws that a lot of that out the window well it's a prequel true um so let's just let's just get right into it then. So the first one you've already said is quite a bit different from this. I thought that one was good. Yes, I don't think it's the best out so of the we series, both, but it's we it's both good. saw this. We both saw the Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, or is it Grindelwald? They or say, is it Grundle? Or it might be Grindelwald. <laughs> the spot between the balls and the butthole. I think that that is quite an accurate description of how I felt about this film. And maybe our what podcast. You, what, and maybe that too. Who's to say? We'll say. The balls in the butthole. <laughs> almost accurate. Oh my God, Ryan. I've, I've, I can honestly say out of all the things that we have watched and all the things that we have done for this podcast so far, I felt personally subjected to this. I thought this was absolutely... A terrible, terrible film. <laughs> well, how about we give people the rundown felt- <laughs> on the plot in one minute? I'm going to time you. This is, <laughs> and you have to give everybody the rundown of what happens in this film. All right, and this you is- only have a minute. I'm probably going to miss most things, but yes, this is going to be one of our one of our new segments where we called we're going to call it "What Do You Think Just Happened." And you only and have a minute. I'm not sure what the fuck just happened. We got a two-hour right. plus movie. Ryan, you've got the stopwatch. You've got the stopwatch ready. Are we ready to roll Tell with this? Tell me when to press it, dude. I'm ready to go, man. On your mark, get set, go. All right, Newt Scamander. He's hanging out. He's wearing a big coat. He's not making eye contact with people. He's got a little tree guy in his pocket, and he wants to travel abroad. He goes to the Ministry of Magic where his... His brother, other Scamander works, and they're like, he's like, hey, I want to travel. And they're like, okay, we'll let you travel. But first, you got to you gotta travel to Paris, and you got to kill a man. 20 seconds. Guess what? 
Grundewald's out, and he's he's real mean. He's cut his hair. Uh, he's he's in Paris. He's making he's making big curtains drop. He's getting bad people on his side. He's out there killing babies. Um, there's a, bu- a bunch of other unrelated shit happens, and then a bunch of people show up at the end of the film, and uh, they they're doing a speech, and then they're and they're hanging out in the graveyard, and then there's some people, <laughs> and then they they all they're like, hey, I'm this person. I went to here and. I'm, I'm this person I went to hear and then a blue dragon shows up and then uh, he gets away or he doesn't get away and also there's a kid and he's uh, Dumbledore's brother alright that's one minute there we how, go. Did, how did I do well you said he killed a baby he did not kill a baby Okay. he walked out of the room there's, he looked at the baby and he walked out of the room that's then true. the baby was murdered that's true the door shuts behind him and then you see a, a big green flash of light uh, so his associate is a baby killer or maybe she just like shut the him first some light. Of, the first of two babies that were unnecessarily killed in this. Also, I should have said at the top, but we're spoiling large parts of this because I I don't feel babies will die. <laughs> in in classic Harry Potter fashion, a attempted attempted baby aside is kind of the crux of this story. It's not really well. See, I feel like in Harry Potter, a lot of that was babies. a central thing that like kind of kicked off supposed to be dead exactly the boy who lived yeah that was like a major event though that had repercussions this was just like mean-spirited uh a mean-spirited thing that happened and is never even mentioned again or thought about for the rest of the film sometimes you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet sometimes you gotta kill a few babies i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) before you say something really (laughs) reprehensible um, and so movie. then there's another there's another one and that happens and that kind of like starts the fight after well, Rindelwald's doing his big speech in the the old underground whatever the fuck that place was. It was like a secret a secret place where yeah, everybody all the wizards met. There's like a there's like a Roman theater underneath this mausoleum in, in this Paris cemetery. But, classy dude, so classy. Oh, okay. Overall tone of this movie. It was. It's terrible a tone. Terrible. Is that a tone? It's very gray. You mentioned lots of color, and other than Newt's magical expanding basement, which I didn't quite understand what was going on there, where he goes home and he's got this a basement that's literally like two hundred, got a two hundred foot ceiling on that's it. That's the magic of it, dude. And he's that's what I love about it. Here's some of the things I don't understand about magic. If you can have like an ocean in your in your basement or gigantic fields that are that don't look like any place in England, why does anybody live in a house? Why would they not just magic up a giant field or something to live in? I don't I I don't quite understand what the rules are in this in this world. So that was a bit baffling to me because I thought this was like is this like a fucking museum or something? Or is he, he got like his own magical creature zoo in his basement? Yeah, but I think that's some of the wackiness to it because it, it doesn't make sense. You're right. It didn't. There's something, <laughs> something appealing about it because it's like, oh, this is just a suitcase. And you get down in the suitcase, it's like, holy shit, there's a whole bunch of stuff down here. Yeah. That's kind of the wackiness. And I think it's that, like for a, me, that's some of the allure to it's it. It's like a poor. Well, I, I, I can see why that's appealing because it certainly was the. F- most entertaining part of this yeah i think it was the beginning (laughs) you're right i was still on board at this point when you see his big his big basement where he's keeping all the beasts they're not in the suitcase anymore now they're in the 
Now they're in the the basement. At yeah, home. the basement at home. You yeah, know, the travel. So, yeah, that those are literally like the only like bright spots in this. Like it's a very gray place. Like you see New York in the very beginning, it's gray and rainy. They escape on this big gray dumb horse carriage which seemed like a very ineffective way of of transporting a very dangerous criminal (laughs) not quite sure what they were thinking why didn't they just bring some judges over from england if he had to stand trial for his for the crimes he committed why sky blue fair enough i don't know for a movie that was called the crimes of grindelwald i felt like he didn't really do that much he stole the movie he, st- he stole the movie. He stole two hours from me that I'm never going to get back. I can <laughs> tell you, you that much. Welcome to the crimes. <laughs> that I think the greatest crime of all that this thing was. It made so much money for such little has, effort. It really has. I mean, it's made like sixty-three and, million. Or yeah, sixty-two million dollars domestically first week. Yeah, in, the, in opening weekend, it's made two hundred fifty-three million dollars worldwide. Uh, just to keep put that in perspective, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the Queen movie, which is in its second weekend now, uh, made fifteen point seven million dollars, uh, which is also ahead of Instant Family, which where Mark Wahlberg uh, becomes a foster parent. I don't even know which do you think is better, this movie or probably Instant Family. I think I can tell you which one I'd rather watch again. And you saw the other one? No, I didn't no. see the other one, but I would have. If I could have done things differently, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, I would see yeah. Instant Family. I think it'd be like uh, Daddy's Home. Kind. I just think there was lots of things about the world that I didn't quite understand, and I'm trying to. Uh, I guess the the thing I need your help with is telling me: is this something that is like normal for these kinds of movies, or am I just being nitpicky? So, uh, for you- case, for example, uh, Magical Paris. Uh, so they, they travel to Paris and they enter the magical world through the naked lady statue. She moves her dress. Right. She's wearing clothes. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. A, a few clothes, not all of them, but so they enter through the, the statue and that's the like portal to the other side of the magical world or whatever. Oh yeah. It looks very similar to regular Paris does in this. Well, it's cause it's Paris. Yes. But it's all in Paris. When, okay, so when Grindelwald was doing his thing where he had all the black sheets that were falling down on top of the buildings, was that in Magical Paris or was that in reg- all of Paris? And who could, was it just everybody, was it the wizards that could see that or was it everybody? Let me just start out by saying that I, feel, I was confused as fuck I too. feel like everybody was really underreacting to that part as well because they just looked up and they're like, eh. I think it was in the witching world. The only reason I say that is because it was aimed at the witches and right. they didn't want to... to attract the muggles or the non-mages right because that's because that's his whole thing is he's sort of i don't want to make another nazi reference because we might be over a quota but so he's he's out to purge the world of basically he wants the pure-blooded magicians to rule and he wants the non-magical people or muggles to sort of be like sub subjugated and they don't like mixing of muggles and non ma- ma- tell that to Hermione Granger people. that girl done well for herself and she was a half and half <laughs> well 
You don't have to tell me. Tell tell Johnny Depp because he's the one who's who does, who's not into that. <laughs> I did enjoy his line wherever he said he hated Paris. I was like, oh, it's kind of Captain Jack Sparrowy. He's like, oh, I hate Paris. And he, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I see that. So, so the part where they first show up to Paris, um, and he does his uh, Sherlock Holmes impersonation, Newt does his Sherlock Holmes impersonation, where they they cast the cloud or whatever. He's looking for clues. I didn't understand. Oh yeah, I didn't get that fucking. There what, was dude could everybody? Could every? Could was that like a cloaking thing? Could every? Could anybody else I don't see? Know. Him? He was. He was uh, wanted. Yeah, and and he's just walking around the street in the, the middle, middle of the street. road. Yeah. Like, yeah, nobody's going to notice a sideway guy with a stroke face, like, over here hanging out, dipsy do on. He reminded me of uh, William Defoe from uh, oh, the Spoondock Saints, wherever he's, like, doing oh, all that yeah. magic. Where he puts, the, he puts the headphones in and he's just, yeah. like, he's doing his orchestra yeah, conducting like, thing. What is this guy doing over here? Just dancing world. in the middle of the street. He's, that was this guy's th- on peyote. I th- that was the thing I didn't understand. It was like, it was that, what was that? I thought sw- the same thing too. What was the spell he cast? What was the purpose of that? Was that to hide to himself from the, everybody else? Where, uh, what's her face went? He was trying to find the girl of his dreams. Okay. So we for, really figure out that girl's for name. a city of tall and skinny, <laughs> call it tall and skinny. Tina. Tina. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Tall and skinny. Tina. Wow. <laughs> so for a city of millions and millions of people, uh, Paris, which it, most of the movie takes place in, felt very small. It looked very, <laughs> you see the Eiffel Tower in the distance a few times, but other than that, it looked like it could have been set anywhere. <laughs> it was a very gray and samey sort of looking town. It felt, it didn't feel at all like a believable city. And I, Everything just felt run down, and the story kind of felt like we've been here before. It's kind of like muddy. It's like, oh, yeah, they're raising the stakes again. I think There's that ultimately... Very unattractive CGI uh, yeah. towards the end, too, which was very dragons. like DC Universe sort of just drab, ugly CGI over-the-top set pieces. Yeah, this is sure not about the that. best movie. And I think that this movie is more of a building block, more of a conduit for the next movie. I think they were trying to set more up by just making this... This isn't truly a movie on its own. It's just more or less... It's like an advertisement for the other three movies that are supposed to follow this. They're set to come out. And then, like... I will also say that in one scene they start throwing out names and stuff and it's like an episode of Mori where it's like, you're the father, but no, you slept with yada yada and how did this happen? Yeah. And then you were over here with Franklin and it's like, who the fuck are these people? I don't know. So I know the shit's getting crazy, but I don't what the fuck? So in the, in the very beginning when Newt is like no, I'm not going to go kill Grindel Grundel, Grundlebutt, Waldvold Grundlebutt. I'm not going to go kill Johnny Depp um, Jack so then another guy steps out from behind the curtain. He's like, well, I'll do it. And he's like, what's he doing here? Who the fuck was that guy? He was another detective. Was he in the first one? No, he wasn't. I don't know. Who so the fuck why was. were we supposed to know? It was set up like this was somebody. It's like I told you, it's like having a whole bunch on your plate and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. I ate some of that green stuff. Based, I don't know what it was. But based on Newt's reaction, you're like, this guy's bad news. They've had some, they've got some beef in the past or something. I was like, I, I was like, surely that guy was in the first one and everybody that else that's seeing this, that saw the first one was be like, Oh, it's that fucking guy. No, but 
He's just some rando, just random dude. That Colin turns, Farrell didn't even come back for this movie. That turns out he ter- he turned out he was working for Grindel- Grindelwald the entire time though, because he was like double timing the Ministry of Magic, but really he was on Grindelwald's side. Let's see, it's when he tracks Credence and the Snake Girl down, and you're thinking the white guy. It yeah. was the black guy and the white guy. Oh, you mean whenever? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, the guy in the very beginning. Gotcha. No, yeah, not the not the guy that had the squid in his eye. Yeah, yeah, that's the, which what I, was I thought was like part of his deal but no he just caught that from being down it from living in the sewers yeah i've been he, down here with frank and charlie he catches tina and he catches tina and then uh newt and queenie and jacob or what's his face they get captured too but then the other guy passes out this movie was a clusterfuck let's oh, just there were so up. many characters they kept throwing at you Did you ever see mortal kombat 2 it was <laughs> that movie was terrible <laughs> Both those movies are terrible. I'm a fond of the first one because I watched it as a child, but the second one, they just threw all these characters at you. It was like, hey, let's beef this movie up by 30 new people, but you can only handle some. There I mean, was people like all the so, time. I can't remember their there name. There was so much in this. I like Jude Law as Dumbledore. I wish this movie was, and I I think this may be the direction that they could go or should go for the next one, but it should they be... They won't do it because that'll be too good. It would be, but it should be Newt and Dumbledore, like a buddy cop movie. Like, that would have been a hell of a lot more interesting than whatever we just watched. You can't watched. cut out your other people, but I will say, Jacob... They need the to start They need was, to start cutting some of them out because there was too many... Too there much. was too much going on. <laughs> Jacob in the first movie was my favorite because he was the comic relief. Well, they didn't really give him much of a spot no, here. And the whole time, just, he was just kind of he chasing just sort of wanders, He just sort of wanders around, confused, going, What's that? What's that? What's this? What am I doing? Yeah. He, it just, <laughs> and they didn't really explain well... It, Whenever you first meet him, because he's supposed to be obliviated, like we can't remember the things in the first film, he's like, She's yeah, I remember ro- everything. He's been roofied, basically. Well, he remembered he's everything been- initially, but she roofied him so they would get married because that's not cool for them to get married. She wants to get married. He doesn't because And they she's can't magic. do that in America for some I reason? I don't know. Because maybe she'll be persecuted to the full extent of the law. And, but they can know, do that in Paris or, or whatever. Man, there's a lot of parts in this movie that don't make sense. And I've just made me hoping that maybe in the third film, it'll all make sense. It'll Will all it? come out know. in the wash. It'll all work out in the wash. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes great sense. But more than likely, it won't. I think that this one is... Not that it's forced. I think they were trying to tell a tell again, but it just didn't come together organically. The storytelling. I... In terms of storytelling, I didn't feel like I felt that this was a movie of like disparate parts and that a lot of the things that happened were kind of inconsequential to the other. Like I I felt like everyone had their own storyline and then all of a sudden they wound up together. But I didn't feel like those different stories of Seinfeld. Yeah. But those storylines were not really connected in any sort of way. And they just sort of all kind of happen to wind up in the same place and and when they do they wind up in the same place and they're all standing in a room and then we're greeted their stories we are no reason we're literally greeted by a 10 minute scene where one character does an exposition dump saying i am this person this is my background story and then that's followed up by another five minutes of another character saying I'm actually this person and this is my background story. And then they're all just like, all right. (laughs) Well, let me tell you this. It's like trashy TV. You watch Jerry Springer. It'll be the same thing. 
you know, they ev- don't make as much. Everybody's sense. secretly related, or they are all. They've all got their own. They've all got their own shit going on in the past or the future presently that they can't get over. Yeah, just not a good movie in the thing. It, and the, um, critics will bash it, and I get it that we're not critics and we don't see a lot of movies. But at the same time, we're not critics or have or qualified. Yeah, but it kind of keeps us time. good because it's like we'll really look at it. We won't. We're not being paid off, so we're really giving our real review. I think this movie was crap. This movie was atrocious, and I went into this with an open mind, really wanting to like it because I know people dearly dearly love harry potter in this franchise and lots of stuff that jake that jk rowling has worked on and i know that the first one was uh, generally positively uh received so i thought well you know surely this will be like a fun time to have but man this was this was a grim grim film and it was unevenly paced it was dull it was boring. It just wasn't good. And you, they, it was too many characters trying to do too many things. And they could do better. They could. And I'm hoping that the <laughs> and third they movie. They should do better. I mean, this was a kind of a decent cast, I'd say. And well, I hope this movie is an afterthought. I hope the next movie is like way better. And they're like, oh, yes. And all this makes sense from the, the movie before. And you just need the movie before to kind of put the pieces together. John is and as far as like Johnny Depp is concerned, we're not going to get into real world stuff on this, but he was Captain Jack Sparrow. <sighs> yeah, he he doesn't do anything in this. I mean, you know how he's trying to rally the troops, I think. That's he's, what it's all about. He's supposed to be like this captivating public speaker that can that has a certain spe- without making a Harry Potter pun, able to put a spell on people. That was terrible. You, uh, I've no. been, I wrote that down earlier, and I was like, I'm not going to say it. I'm, but was, you did fucking say I it. Did, I did. It, I did go for it. We have so ruined he's the supposed, whole thing. So I he's, quit. So he's supposed. <laughs> we're shutting all this down. So he's supposed to be like this captivating public speaker that can that has has a way with people and a way with words. But he's he he doesn't really do anything. He's almost like a Charles Manson type character where he just kind of like says stuff, but everybody else is the people that really go out and like that do things for him basically. Cause you see him do very little aside from the first like action sequence. Well, he's mostly just standing around with his weird eyeballs and just, uh, yeah, and a, some a bunch of weird blue fire and a big blue dragon thing that shoots up out of the ground. People die. Queenie goes to the other side. She turns to the dark side. Like, what the fuck was that? She's in love with this guy and wants to be with him. All of a sudden, she and gives does, all that up and does to the go be one with this other guy. It doesn't or join the other team. That makes no sense. I understand her reasoning, but that makes no sense. Why would you just go and just would, be with this person or go to this way and break? off from the person that the whole reason you even wanted things yes like Johnny Depp's presenting yes it. exactly why would you break off from that it's none like, of that that was literally the only like thing that they were so focused sense. on it throughout the entire film they could have given less of a shit about Grindelwald and, and his uh, the pure blood bullshit he was up to and they only <laughs> Credence found out that he was Dumbledore's brother oh that fucking kid 
Yeah. Was uh, Ezra Miller is a good actor. He's been he's had is some. He? Good, I haven't seen him in much. I know he's in Parks of the Wallflower, but I ain't seen that movie. He's good in that, and he's, he's in the Flash. And I have no faith in anybody in DC. Well, comics except for Wonder Woman. This is also Warner Brothers, so and it had a very Warner Brothers sort of look to it, especially some of those CGI scenes. But Ezra Ezra Miller Ezra Miller <laughs> Ezra Miller Ezra Miller. I feel like. I feel like I'm at the point where my brain is shutting down from talking about this too long, but his character is just like the worst character in this movie. He's got one facial expression, one body posture, and it's he's the like, character thing, who's, who's my mom? Where am I from? What's up with they this? They kill some troll lady just straight out of the gate. It's like straight Dah! out. And she's like, I know who you are. He's like, who? And she's like, dead. Uh, that's because the guy who was uh, working we for the were, ministry that the, we know or we don't know. The old double dicker. Yeah, the old double the dicker. The old double dicker. I like what you did there. You like that? Because he double dicked him he hard. Sur- he double dicked him real bad. Underground Greek gay porn hard. If you've seen Goon, you understand the reference. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so <laughs> the guy the guy that we thought we the thought that I thought everyone else would know, but everybody else is like, we don't know who the fuck this guy is. Only Newt. Yeah, but he's he's working for Grindelwald. But yeah, so he so he shows up and and wrecks this lady, and it's like staged or whatever. Uh, the girl who was the snake, uh, she did very little. Yeah, what the fuck she, is that? She mostly just, he ran away I from have, her. They I, were like together, yeah. kind of. They might have been friends, and it might have been lovers. They never really explained. They, they seem well. They were both like in a. They're both in like a circus, a yeah, magical but he circus. Her. Yeah, he does. No, she's like the only person that. It, that we see in the movie that like actually seems to genuinely care for him in any sort of capacity. Uh, but I, I, she mostly is just standing Man, around looking real s- Bobo as hell. <laughs> That's all you guys say. Bobo was just hell. standing around looking real sad for most of the There's movie. There's a lot of abandonment there. Like people are going on adventures. They're like, I'm going to leave you to go find this out, or I'm going to leave you to have this done. It's, it just made no sense. You find out he's Dumbledore's brother. The man shoots which like seems, a huge wand, which, like fireball out the way and hits like rocks and mountains right. and then blow up. And like, well, what was the do, point of that? Do you think that when he is revealed to be Dumbledore's brother or half brother, we do, or whatever, whatever, or it could be not true. Who knows? And there was no proof of it. But do you think that that like, was yeah, that's who you are? And it's like, oh, okay. do you think that was supposed to be like a big reveal, like shocking moment for the audience? Well, there was no proof to it. He was just like, yeah, this is who you are. And you're like, oh, because okay, I well, could, how do you know that? I could not have cared less. Show me the birth certificate. <laughs> Show me the raised seal. You aren't from Hawaii. Yeah, it didn't really do me any justice. Maybe that once again. Maybe no the next one films. I feel like no one cared about that. It was like okay. Well, they're gonna tie that in the other films. Be like, you can't fight me and destroy me. We're brothers. And he's like, we're brothers. And then some shit's gonna we're go brothers? down. And Question then, like, mark. It's it's just stupid. Do yourself a favor. Wait till it comes to Redbox. If you're a fanatic of Harry Potter, I understand you have to go out there and go see it. And if it's crap, you'll probably still love it because I can understand some things that I love from oh crap. I'm, I'm right there with you. I know that we. I know you may think that we're shitting on this because we are because you. Well, we we are. We are really. This is an objectively movie. bad movie. Having hopeful, said that, though. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I will tell you right now. Three fourths of those movies, not very good, <laughs> but I, I do genuinely love that franchise. And you bet your ass, the next one that comes out, I'm going to be there on day one. Bigger but, reveal than the end of Harry Potter, what you just said there. But <laughs> but you but you liked these though, and you you have a foot you had a foot in that world, and you still were like 
No. It's just a lot. They just try to <laughs> load up your plate with too much. And I get that you're trying to make money. You're trying to. It seems like they're hustling to get all this in here so maybe that the future stories can be a little more airy because you already have some backstory of everything. But you're really going to have to go back and watch those scenes like a couple times yeah, to figure out what the like, fuck's going on. Who is this person? Do I remember them or are they just another random like, character? What are they talking about? Uh, some other real quickly uh so we, we talked about like plot line overall look um what did you let's talk about some of the beasts just real quick the kitty cat was nice i liked him there were her. yeah that one was that was the one where he escapes from the, the um, zoo or the circus the circus with the guy with the weird facial hair that's a real dick yeah fuck that guy yeah i'm glad I wish I like he would have I'm an animal lover. Yeah. That's probably why I gravitate more to this. I wish it would have bit his head movie. off Venom style. That would have been a satisfying conclusion to his dumb, pointless character arc, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, I didn't relate to any of these characters in any sort of way. I didn't like them. Like, in the first movie, you kind of build up, like, you like them and you hope you, you want to see their story you out. You don't spend stuff. enough and this time. One, you all don't, the characters, I was you like, You don't spend enough people, time with them. any of them, really, to to develop any sort of attachment with them. Honestly, yeah, I think they were hoping that maybe in the first one that you would be able to have something that carries over. You really don't. I don't know what the rest of the movies will be. Once again, I can't help but say don't. that because maybe that could pull it out of the fire. I don't understand why it it's really called fantastic beasts because it, you only saw like a couple animals in this. Literally there's the not, first one was way more. Yeah. <laughs> I can't better. imagine there being any less less it beasts. It was way better. This. Watch the first one. I promise you that that I'll have good. to go. That's, that's better. It at least can't be worse. Oh, I, I don't think it possibly can. Yeah. Um, uh, the how about the librarian lady or the? Uh, it's not the library, weird. but the she was real weird. I thought there was going to be some evil about her. She yeah, just released she, some dogs and our panthers, and they were like, wow. they were these cats with really big eyes, and they looked. Like panthers. They look like some of the dumbest looking CGI animals I've seen in a movie in a very long time. Yeah, I can't really knock that. I, They were in there for They so looked short, real weird. Short of a time. I will say. They had like they had like big gray alien eyes on like black slender cat bodies. Yeah, because they're kitty cats. And they don't it's attack magical. you unless you attack them. Or maybe or they so will. we were told. We so don't know we that. were told. We don't know that. That turned out to be factually incorrect. Everything in this movie you've got to take like on face value it seems or that's how they want you to take it so maybe they're going to set you up to be dumb later be like oh see we told we didn't guarantee that was true we just said it and then people took it on face value I th- do you feel right? like jk rowling just go, kind of makes up some of this as she goes i feel like she's been well, retconning. Duh. she's she goes back and retcons lots of things i'm sure she does i'm sure kind that there's like some stuff whenever they read how it she aloud, was like, like Dumb- oh, this dumbledore make sense. gay the whole time yeah there was also that which i think that's which, kind of a big thing uh it is for a major movie then that they should have leaned they should have leaned into that more if you're going out of your way to create if you're going to take a beloved character and be like, you know, listen, hit, you know, expand upon their sexuality, why not lean into that more? Why they should they, have? They were we hinting at it, and then I think they there's three more movies. At it. They there's should three more movies. That's all you got to know. Well, three more movies to expand on it. I, they hinted at it heavily, but I feel like the Wizarding World, in some ways, is a little bit more progressive than the rest of the 1920s. At least that's what we're led to believe. Maybe. Well, maybe they kept their love a secret, and that's why whenever Dumbledore was asked, hey, you guys were like brothers. Dumbledore, why don't you go do something? Yes. He says, yeah, we're more than brothers, and then just kind of like winks 
at the camera. It's like, doesn't we get the camera? Uh, is it like a Deadpool movie? Or it's like, like a third wall there. He's breaking? He, he Jim Halpert's it, and it's just like this you movie's know. a mess. Wait till it comes on a red box, unless you love seriously Harry Potter. though. I mean, they they should have leaned into good that stuff, more. Bad stuff, mostly bad. I, I, I that's something that I wished we could have sort of seen. Like, show me, don't tell me. Don't tell me that you guys were so close or closer than brothers or whatever. We know it's implied that there was a romantic relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Just show us that. Make me believe that these two... You want to see two dudes go to pound town. I want to believe that he is so conflicted that he can't move against him. Also, there's the blood pact or whatever, which they showed that when he's looking in the mirror Briefly. and they, they show they show him making the blood pact or whatever, and that's the real reason he can't move against him or whatever because they can't break the blood pact. But if you want us to care about them or make Grindelwald seem somehow more sympathetic or make us feel sorry for Dumbledore for having to be put in this position to where his, a former lover is now like the wizard equivalent of Hitler make show me and make me care about it because I didn't care about their relationship or either of their characters in this film. Honestly, you know, also Hogwarts was a major player in those Harry Potter movies. It was like its own character. The walls right. moved and everything. It just briefly it was like touched a 30 on. second like cameo a building in this. right now. Yeah. It's like, okay, who cares? It was literally almost an entirely empty building that we see one classroom of. And then we see Lita Lestrange walking around, touching a couple desks. And that's about it. You see... It didn't feel magical. It felt weird that they had a flashback. That the Okay, so visiting the location of Hogwarts is a sort of flashback. And then they were like, oh, look at this. It's Hogwarts in the 1920s. And then like, guess what? We're flashing back 10 years earlier. And here's Hogwarts even earlier. Listen, the building is like a 500-year-old castle. It looks the same no matter what time period it is because everybody wears robes and shit. So a flashing, having a flashback and then a flashback even further back felt like really weird. Yeah, it was like, okay. The, Hogwarts <laughs> just not magical, and that's a big part of the Harry yeah, Potter movies. Yeah, it's just a big brick building why in would, this. Why would you even bother showing? I get he works there, but I it's mean, a nostal- show some more magic. It's a nostalgia grab. I mean, yeah, I guess but, it's, I mean you got to at least make it a little magical, and they just didn't even do that. They didn't even try. <laughs> there was a lot it, of not trying. Here. It felt really small. It just felt like really small scale. How you only see like you see the outside, and then you see Dumbledore's classroom. And then, like, one flashback. and <laughs> There was probably more set pieces in the TV show Seinfeld than there were in this. Just any episode. There it's, were a Chinese restaurant one time in a parking garage another time. Just it, one. It just felt really weird place. to be like, hey, you know, remember Hogwarts? Yeah. Yeah, the thing where, where there was eight movies where they, they were centered there? Yeah, we yeah. remember it. It's like seeing something you love and just barely looking at it and then looking away. And you can never see it again. <laughs> It's just stupid. I, I'm not. There's too much story. I'm not sure what they here. were trying to do. There's too much story, and you're trying to cram it. You're trying to make a huge sandwich, but nobody's mouth's that big. If that makes sense, you know. There's too much. I'm gonna say this was topics. a real turd sandwich of a film. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's better movies out there. For Would sure. be voting for douche or turd sandwich in this probably to set the film on fire. I think they 
they had the potential makings for a good movie, and I'm hoping that the third, fourth, and fifth movie, which they'll probably make into two parts, there'll be six. <laughs> of course. Is better. The six-part trilogy. <laughs> it doesn't look good, but we gotta have faith, because the other movies, the Harry Potters, for most part, were good. You know, there might have been some that Isn't one the, may have sucked. The general consensus. The last Fantastic Beast was good. The general consensus with the, the Potter films, though, is that they got better the longer they went on. Cause yes and no. I for me personally, yeah. I I don't like the dark tones. I understand the mystery to it, but I, I the first one was very like fun and free. Yeah, the acting got better. Yeah, no shit. Plus, it's also kid, it's kid actors. It's yeah. they're all it's set for a younger audience at a younger age, and then you've literally got they literally the cast is growing up. Prisoner of Azkaban was the best one, in my opinion. That's the only one that I honestly remember, and I think that's the last one I saw. But yeah, it's werewolves, man. I love that shit. And Sirius Black was great. Gary Gary Oldman. Love yeah. some Gary Oldman. He's been good this. in everything. Yeah. That I've seen. Well, Ryan, I think that's probably... There's Is prob- that it, motherfucker? That might be about it. There's probably... I'm probably going to wake up in the middle of my... my Middle of the night tonight and be like, Oh, there's one more thing. I'm gonna- Your refrigerator is quacking. Uh, it's making you some got ice, some man. fucking ducks in there. It's just dropping some ice pellets. That's wild. That is, is wild. It is wild. The wild women and hey, the ripping and the tearing. You move. The you move out. Tearing. You move out here to a different part of the house, and it's a whole new world out here. It is. It's a, a whole, whole new world new of possibilities. World. A whole new wizarding world. A magic place never could feel. Well, when I close my eyes, it's crystal clear. I don't even know if those are the words. I don't know. His brother, in this film. The most nothing character I've ever seen. There's a whole bunch of nothing in this movie, yeah, Jake. Yeah. Let the people go see it. Leave something see, to a, the imagination. Another, another example of me being, oh, this other thing. Yeah. This other thing. I'm going to, we'll wrap it up now. Yeah. <laughs> put it in a condom. Let's call it a night. Well, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving if you're American. If you're not, then we hope you just have good have, food. Have a good Thursday. Have a great, great Thursday. Thursday. Wherever in the world, wherever you're listening to this at. Yeah. We appreciate it. Wednesdays. Listen, we release on Wednesdays. As you are probably listening to this now or a different day. It could be any day. <laughs> but Wednesdays will be, Wednesdays are our new, well, it's, it's when the new episodes come out. Yeah. Give uh, us some feedback we were, too. We were trying to figure out a day of the week that we thought would be good. And we both looked at each other and said hump day. And we laughed about it for a good five minutes because we're pretty immature. But uh, that doesn't sound like us. But yes, you're right. So they might think that was somebody. That's somebody else's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Go view us. Come back. Give us. Tell us what you think. You hate us. Let us know. You love us. Let us know. We know who you are if you've spoken to us before. <laughs> we will try to make it more yeah. entertaining as we go. Yep. Uh, so, so shoot us an email if, you, if there's any topics or anything you want us to, want us we to cover on the show. We would love to cover it. We've done it before. Uh, some listener correspondence. We'd love to read them out on the show. Why not? It's almostaccuratepod at gmail.com. We are almostaccuratepodcast on Facebook. And Almost Accurate Pod on Instagram. I think that's all the social medias. There's probably more than that. Facebook. Did you uh, say Facebook? I did, I did just say Facebook. You did say Facebook. Well, yeah. fuck me. Uh, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> you don't want to Grindelwald me, Dumbledore? <laughs> you don't want Dumbledore of these Grindelwalds? No, we're Grimble-walps? just, just going to look into each other's eyes and slowly rub hands together in slow motion. 
All right. Well, anyway. That's screenwriting right there. <laughs> so I guess, as we always say. At the end of every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. Nighty night. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Nighty night, bitches.